All right, bro. You you ready to podcast? I am ready to do a podcast. Coming to you live from the Southwestern Shake Bag Studio. Regular regular shit here. This is the number one mixtape program on the internet. Niggas pod day. God damn, that nigga is ready. I'm in this bitch. Never will I wish you a Halle Berry. I'm in this bitch. If he's jumping in my vagina, he doesn't care what my shoes look like. I'm in this bitch. Negro, quit playing and come and get yourself dipped in this butter. I think I'm definitely more concerned with human shit. Like, I think I have a, a lot more questions if we're if we're talking about human shit because animals are supposed to shit outside. Welcome to the Dip in Butter Program. Go get them tired. Now that we got you stretched and ready and in shape, bro, you limbered. You ready to do a podcast, my nigga? I think I'm ready, man. I'm actually I'm ready. Well, I don't want to say I'm actually excited this week. You know, we do this all the time, but I'm here. Let's get it. Let's get it. Welcome to the Dipped in Butter program. Good morning. Good evening. Happy Friday. Happy Monday. Happy Thursdays now, for whatever reason. <laughs> Whenever it is you listen to podcasts, we happy to have you here because we happy to be here. So let's make this a happy moment together. This is the number one mixtape podcast on the internet. We are the number one tickling friend tandem on the internet. Oh God. Across from me is my guy that I'm happy to talk to. Your guy that you're happy to hear from. That's Forever Young 89 on Instagram. The motherfucking goddamn glue, or like we like to call him around here, Elmer Young. What's going on with my motherfucking friend? Um, you know me, man. I'm here back on uh what we consider pod day in our lives, even though pod <laughs> day can be whatever day you want it to be in your life. But you know, I'm I'm happy to be here with my friend on pod day to um <laughs> recap the last few weeks of things that have happened because we bike baby however bike. across from me is my guy with the hottest takes in the united states that is cat okay with two t's on the end of that thing you can catch my man at cat and crunch.com you can dip into the cereal shit um or where do we want to go fuck it we going to we at we back outside forward slash dip the butter program find everything associated with us there, yeah, I mean, but um, here, most and more importantly, each and every Friday or whichever day you decide is pod day in your life on the Dipped and Butter program, my nigga and yours, what's popping, bro? You literally just saying we back outside got me stressed out <laughs> after this juvie track, bro. Oh, god, like, after this juvie track, just just the idea of saying we back outside, like now I'm stressed out, like nah. we back outside used to be a celebratory chant to say to each other in the community, but it ain't it funny how just like, bro, it's funny how one verse can fuck up the game. One verse can fuck up the whole game. <laughs> Shit was all good just a week ago, fam. Just a week ago. Shit was all I good. Am, I know I joked on here before about, like, take the vaccine out of me because I didn't win the million dollars. But after seeing this juvie video, y'all can take this vaccine up out of me, bro. Like, like this is getting more and more embarrassing. Yeah, didn't we kind of call this a couple weeks ago? We like, did. Didn't we say they should probably stop wherever the fuck they should have stopped? I don't even remember what it was at this point because Vax That Thing Up has just taken on we uh, a life of its own, fam. Like, it, 
it's it was so bad. Like I had seen it before you sent it to me, right? And I had only seen a small clip, and I was fed up just from the small clip. Like I was like, <laughs> that was enough. I can't even believe this is happening, right? But then my my tester for bullshit is always to let my wife hear, right? So you know she ratchet, you know, to cash money records taking over for the nine nines and the two thousands. Her animal. neck is gonna whip around just off GP. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just because of where we from. Respectfully. So like, I took my AirPod out. I started the track. I even started it over just to make sure she got the don't get the full don't, drop. Don't she had to get the full? Yeah, she had to get the shits right out the beginning. And when it first came on and Juvie started rapping, she like turned away because she could she recognized it wasn't the that's original not the, song that's right not the cadence, I and mean. i had to say no 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 baby no 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 no. Come i need here. you to tune back in i need you to wait just a little bit longer <laughs> when we got to the hook at vax that thing up that's that's when she about lost it and she understood like what the entire fuck is going on fam this ain't even where i wanted to start this is of on the not. list this is early we gotta go deeper but before we go- get into that part of the podcast I just want to say that a minute and 40 seconds has never felt so long. Very, very long. That is the longest. And like. That is the longest minute and 40 seconds in hip hop history. If if we're not going to go all the way there, I don't want to go all the way there right now. But there was a lot of, there were some things that disturbed me about it that we'll talk about later. We'll get into it. Because you know, we got to peel every layer of that onion. Hold on. Before we even get there, just off the piggyback of that, like I missed being on the pod, like. For, for you, do we need to address this right here? Absolutely, that's right, what we that. do. We haven't technically recorded a pod for y'all in two weeks. Yeah, you know I mean, it's really- like the pod that y'all got last week was definitely pre recorded. There's actually shout some, out to Trav Day, definitely shout out to down. Trav Day from the What We Talk About podcast for holding us down. Um, in real regular fashion, we definitely gave y'all some false information in that, but not like a but not faults of our own. Yeah, you know no. I mean, due, due to unforeseen circumstances, they had to push their show back to what I believe is August the 6th now. Um, so still make sure y'all tap in with the, what we talking about guys again, shout out to Trav, Dave, shout out to the rest Just of the guys over there. Just listen to their show and you'll be up to yeah. speed and you ain't Reese, gotta worry about us lying. For sure. Reese, Blaze, Trav, all the guys over there want to make sure we shout out to them. Um, but I'm, I'm happy to be back. I missed y'all and I missed my guy, man. Like I missed this. That's, I that's missed why you. I had to, that's why I, ha- I like, there was no way that I was just going to be able to talk to you right here in Shake Back Studios. Like I had to reach out earlier. Like I ain't really been able to talk to my nigga for real. We like, spoke, bro. Like, we haven't. So, uh, for those of y'all that, that cut through our bullshit when we try to be radio professionals and trick y'all into thinking that we in the studio when we really not, some of y'all can see through that shit. But for those of y'all that couldn't, uh, Wes had a trip out of town. I have a trip out of town coming up. Mm-hmm. But like we always tell y'all, we're going to be with y'all on Fridays on coming Fridays. high water. Yes, sir. If we not here on a Friday... The show's probably over. Like, For sure. So, something, something catastrophically went something wrong. Something really, really bad. Yeah, so, like, we're not yeah. just going to just miss a week. Like, if y'all don't hear a show on Friday from us or somebody near and dear to us or something <laughs> with our stamp on it, <laughs> something really bad has happened. Yeah. And check on your man. Check on your but strong friends for sure. Check on your strong friends for sure. So, you know, Wes was out of town. So we we put one in the bank with Trav Day. That was an amazing time, an amazing show, an amazing conversation to have. So, you know, we have to put things in the bank sometimes just to make sure that we don't let y'all down or ourselves because we are very committed to this every Friday drop. But, Wes, you and the family took a trip. We did. I had a wedding. I have we so did. many questions. I'm sure you have so many stories. I want to get right into that first. Like, that's... Because I got some things I want to talk with you about in regards uh-huh. to your trip. Okay. So uh, I, I guess probably we should start at the tippity top is uh, you had an incident on your flight, too. I did have an incident on my flight. I almost forgot until can right we talk about this. We can definitely talk. We can definitely uh, talk about this. So um, said incident, it's, you know, just when you 
aren't particularly expecting things for real, for real, but like getting on, um, was this my first flight? I can't remember if this was the first flight or the second. It had to be the first flight. So first our, our flight left. I think left, it was the first yeah. leg because you hit first me kinda... Yeah, yeah, it was early. early. So first, yeah, first leg went from, went from Phoenix to Denver. Um, and getting on the flight from Phoenix to Denver, dude sitting in probably the second row as I'm walking on the airport, sitting there. He got his Dallas Cowboys mask on. Like, I'm not paying him no attention. Like, my wife and my kids is in front of me. I'm trying to get to my seat. Like, You're I'm trying to I'm get your family along, in their like, seat. Yeah, you know how it be when you get on the plane. Like, as soon as you walk up. Like, it's, it's a line of people, like, trying to get and to, to and, the and seat. And not for nothing, if you're flying Southwest, it's an for emergency sure. to get in your seats. Like, you got to pick these good yeah. seats fast because them ships are quickity quick. Absolutely. Um, but, like, dude sitting sitting right in the aisle seat, like, looks at me because, of course, like, I'm traveling. So, I got on my dipped in butter shirt. I got on my hat and shit. And, like. You got to let these niggas know. Dude, full blown, looks me right in my eyes, and this is one of those things where it's kind of weird because this nigga had like some icy. He's an older cat, like older white dude. He has some icy blue eyes, fam. <laughs> and like, I understand what people mean is weird when you got weird eyes when you look at him like that. And like, he looked like he looked me dead in my eyes, fam. And he was like, "Everything's better when it's dipped in butter." And he just I, dropped it on you. He just dropped it on me unsolicited. No, how did he know? No, I don't know how he knew, but the fact that he just worded it that way, fam, like threw me for an entire loop. And it was so good. Like, even like when he said it, everybody around him kind of chuckled and agreed, like, hell yeah. yeah like, I, had to look so him, I had to look him dead in his face and tell him, like, you don't even know how sweet that is that you, you just did that to dope. me. Like, and the, and I, I, I'm trying to get better at shit like this. The thought instantly mm-hmm. popped in my head. I said, will you do that again so I can record it? <laughs> And my man, did you run that back? Yeah. And my man said, absolutely. And I turned the record on it. He dropped it from me again. So I got it forever in history. Maybe I'll drop it in this episode, maybe another one. But like, shout out to Big Homie for the drop. It was. Like I say, not to get too deep into it, but it was one of those things that was like, yo, I don't give a fuck if you know about the podcast or not. Like, this shit is doing something right for him to have said. He don't even know how much he motivated me more to keep doing the fucking podcast just because it's resonating in some shape, form, or fashion. Like, It's moving somewhere. It's moving somewhere. It's catching people's attention, if not for nothing. So, like, Mm -hmm. it was definitely a a booster and a motivator to keep fucking around with the pod, fam. And, like, of course, I seen him later when we got to Denver and he was asking me some more questions and shit. Like, hey, if you type into the podcast, bring it like. I, I hope you looked it up, fam, because all Google page one, your boys. Yeah, fuck with shout, us. Shout, if he's happening to listen to this, yeah, absolutely. While he's making a whole lot of money because he just looks like he makes a lot of money. Mm-hmm, while mm-hmm. you're doing whatever you do at your desk, uh, OG, thank you for that, bro. That, thank you, man. Dope. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I, that's why I said I had to tell him right in the moment. I'm, I'm so glad that he uh, was able to put that on wax for me, fam. That's that's forever. I fucked had with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that brings me to a side note while we're in this part of the story because. Mm-hmm. I've talked to another one of my friends about this very peculiar thing that as men, particularly as black men, we're not allowed to talk about these things. But here on the Dipped in Butter podcast, we're allowed to talk about whatever we want. So this is a glaring opportunity for me to talk to you about something that I've talked to one of my other very close friends about. And I want to see how you feel about this. Okay. Wes, what color are your eyes? Brown, green, hazel? What, What are we going with? I believe if this you know, was the '90s, you would tell a, tell a middle school girlfriend they were hazel. Okay, see, I don't now, think we see, use hazel. You're, you're following me now. I was about to say, growing up, I, my eyes were always referred to as hazel. <laughs> see, um, I know y'all niggas. And like now, you know, we in the we in the 2000s. You're and a grown shit. man like, now. You just got to say brown. Yeah, but I even think like back then for like identification and my license and shit, hazel was an option. Like now, it's just green. Do you still you know pick hazel? Nah, it's just green. Like, I don't even think I don't even think they like ask no more. I think they just look at you and be like, "Oh yeah, the motherfuckers is green." Yeah. Man, like, no, no so, question about it. But like, I, I'm definitely listed as green. 
as a member of the Colored Eyes Coalition, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I've had this discussion with another one of my Colored Eye friends. When y'all, because y'all are so used to being the anomaly, right? In most circumstances, yeah. y'all are the ones with pretty eyes. For I sure. can have this talk because my daughter has, quote unquote, pretty eyes. Yes, right? she does. Yes, she does. <laughs> y'all are elite. Y'all are an elite company. Like, I, I, I'm not, I, that, it doesn't make me uncomfortable to say that, but I will tell you. Mm-hmm. I've always thought to myself, when colored eyed niggas are around other colored eyed niggas, do y'all look at each other's eyes? Because we are all trained no. to look at y'all's eyes because y'all's eyes are the different eyes. But if you having green eyes comes across a crystal blue eye, man, are y'all allowed to both compliment each other's eyes or do you just go null and void and y'all yeah, just cancel nah, each other I, Yeah, out? I think they cancel each other out. You definitely know. I was about to say, you definitely don't tell, dude. You like, can't hey, talk about it, though. But, but like, you see it. You do notice it. it. it but like, I swear to, to God you didn't notice his eyes. No, I, fam, instantly. I'm telling like, even when I look back on the video, like, that's what gets me on the video. Like, yo, this these motherfuckers is icy blue. His eyes are crystal like, blue. They are icy blue, fam. Like, I can't, but like, it would, I think the only time you can get away with that is y'all have to instantly, like, that has to be the first thing out of y'all's mouths. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it can't, he couldn't have told me, hey, bro, everything's, you know, better when it's dipped in butter. And then you have really nice eyes. Well, now, right. yeah, was, now we're eyes. a little bit too into it. But if you both laugh to each other straight out the gate, like, fam, what's yeah. up with your eyes, bro? Yeah, then bro. you can get it off. <laughs> yeah, we're like, if he would have, if he would have chuckled to me and said, you know, if, if he would have chuckled and I would have looked at him and we would have locked eyes, he'd be like, well, dude, you have really nice eyes and, you know, everything's better when it's dipped. Like, we probably could have had a better moment then, but like, Moment and then eyes is probably a little, little too, I feel little too for intense y'all for that. me. Like I want you to know that as my friend and my pod partner, my heart goes out to you in that, bro. Because that's I, an awkward I, position to be in. Like no, you I appreciate that. Like I literally, I literally had a girlfriend, you know, in, in my former life, tell me that she couldn't look at me in my eyes, which, and she had like not funny colored eyes, but like they were, yeah, off, like they not, were off norm. For off norm. I like how you put that. Yeah, I mean, and I used to be like, what do you mean? And like, I guess like my, my, the, the, these green machines over here, like look too deep Damn, into so your soul yours, or something, fam. So yours like, overpowered hers? Absolutely. That's sheer insanity, bro. Absolutely. So you're on the plane. <laughs> we still got a story to tell. <laughs> you're on a plane headed to a wedding. Now, yes, sir. I got to come clean with you just as my friend. This might not be the best podcast content, but I'm talking to my friend right now. Mm-hmm. You know, for some reason, I thought you was going to attend your dad's wedding. I didn't know it was Big Bros. That's Shout even, out to Big Bro, by the way. But even, I didn't know. I don't know why even I thought. even funnier. Yeah, but that's even funnier that than you even know. I thought that was Big Keith. For nah. some reason, I thought it was Big <laughs> Keith wedding. So I came here. Like, I even scribbled down some notes real quick. For any of the Wi-Fi or Wi-Fi affiliated mm-hmm. listening to this right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. respectfully. Respectfully. Everything I'm saying here right mm-hmm. now is with the heavy, heaping amount of respect. But I just got to keep it real with my guy, Wes. Y'all know yes, I sir. love him. So I talk yes, to him like I talk to people that I love. And it's like, I thought Big Keith was getting married. So I had already wrote down some notes like because mm-hmm. I saw some footage that you had shared with the socials right, right. during the festivities. Right. And I saw that Mom Dukes was there and Big mm-hmm. Keith was there and the whole family there was there. And I kind of went, hmm, Mom Dukes is there at Big Keith's wedding. That's, <laughs> that's an interesting dynamic. <laughs> now, this is null and void. Right, right, This was right. not the case. This is So and, I erased and, and it. this was also not the case in real life, this this last go-round for oh, Big boy. Keith either. So. so I took it out of my pod notes when my wife corrected me. Corrected me like no, babe. That's other key. Like that that's ain't other, that's a little key. That ain't big key. That's that's KJ. Like that's not. 
That's KJ getting married. Right. It's not Big right, Keith. Right. She was like, they four out of five now. They almost sure. all married. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's dope. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. shout out to the Y Five crew on that. <laughs> Respectfully. Respectfully. But I did write that down. Like that. I was like, bro, we gotta talk about this. Like for sure. Because we did have that conversation lightly with Trav Dave about how you can keep the family dynamic, even though they're not together. Mm-hmm. Me and my mm-hmm. wife have been watching a lot of Kevin Samuels. She's been joking with me a lot lately about when uh-huh. you leave me, babe, I'm still coming to the cookout. Like this. <laughs> I'm still Kevin in Samuels thing. is stressing my wife out. I can understand but, that. <laughs> but we've been having a lot of these conversations, so I kind of wanted to talk to you about it, but even though it's not necessarily the case, it's still kind of a fruitful conversation. Yeah, I'm, like, sure, I'm sure I we think can still go somewhere. Men, I think as men, especially me and you being married men and fathers and all of this, mm-hmm. family men, that, of course, we certainly would never want either of our relationships to end. But if, God forbid, they did, I think we both feel the same way that we would still want our wives to be in our lives. Absolutely. Capacity. Like, yes, I can't even imagine not being cool with my wife. Right. You know what I mean? Let alone being married to her, but not being cool with her is just beyond me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like when I saw that, I was like, dope, bro. Like the Wi-Fi is really not like a myth out here. Like these niggas is really doing it. So (sighs) of course I had that wrong, but y'all give me those vibes that if you fuck with the youngs, you fuck with the youngs long-term. Like I don't really see people getting too close to y'all without staying close to y'all. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like you don't even... Because you're such the potter that you are, you're hitting a subject that we could probably spend like a whole hour and a half on right now. We if I really time, needed bro. to, nah, we don't got time for this one, fam. Trust me. <laughs> um, but that yes, that is a thing. Like you know, once you are welcomed into our circle, you are like gang gang for life. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of the thing. Like you say, my oldest brother, the first one of all of us, got married this weekend. He now has a spouse. Um, without that's going hard. too deep into it, like I say, there's five of us, so our halves. Um, you know, they are dubbed with the half number. So now she Point. is, she is one and a half, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, that's hard. you know, uh, uh, Bernie is, you know, t- uh, or I'm sorry, you know, Aaron is our, uh, our lone man out right now. Um, but you know, we got Bar- him, no? Bernie is, you know, three and a half. And then Mr. BJ is four Shout and a half. Out. You know what I'm we saying? We have got to do better. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. BJ. We are working on your official nickname, bro. We are. We are we're not going to give you that forever. Fam. But while the paper's still in the pending power, Mr. BJ will work for me. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then mine's just five and a half out here. So, like, and, and that was a um, that was a piece that I think I spoke on this weekend, definitely. Like, I told, you know, some, some of the new members of the family, like, y'all, like, y'all knew y'all was getting Keith. Y'all didn't know this whole situation was coming along with Keith. Like, y'all just been dealing with him for a year by itself. Y'all didn't really get a chance to see the whole dynamic. And, like, it's really lit to, like, have family that kind of, you know, fits in together for real, for real. Like I said, I had never, my my brother's now wife, I had never met her, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. prior to showing up for the wedding. He'd been with her, you know, year That's and a half, long. however long. Like, everybody else had met her. I hadn't met her. But, like, when I met her instantly, we had, like, a moment. Like, oh, it was like, it's you. Oh, it's you. Like, you the one. You the one. Like, and I, and I get it. So, like, you know, having, you know, that, that, that fit, seeing that that family dynamic was important to their side of the family as well, mm. I think is what made it. You know what I'm saying? Because they already the same kind of close it's family as we are. It's good to know that it's are. as important to them as it is to y'all for sure. Abs- right? Absolutely. And then, you know, I'm, I'm sure it works on their side, but I can definitely speak for our side. You know, we, 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 you know, sometimes we run into a little opposition where everybody don't want to go along to get along and it makes it a difficult ride. You know what I'm saying? Which, you know, we had some, some, some bumpy waters this weekend, but, uh, <laughs> All I'll say is it's better to get in the gang than to, you know, be against the gang. We got to mean numbers. I know that. I know that. I know that as a fact. Better. Uh, I, I, I'm glad that uh, that I, I, I feel like I can say the gang rocks with me 
And it feels good. Oh man, the gang it feels good. I'm not gang, gonna lie. The gang don't got no choice but to rock with you just based off of me. Like <laughs> my my I, first of all, I know my man ain't did nothing egregious out here. Like it's no, it's no. always with the utmost respect, y'all. But, but you like, know what that comes from though? That that that's not even dipped in butter or podcast related. Right. Like, uh, not to get too far off hinge, but like when me and you first met, mm-hmm. it was kind of under some staticky circumstances. A little bit. And you know me well enough now to know, like, I scan rooms. For sure. <laughs> I scan rooms. And the I first for, time I, I met you, I'd be forgetting about the dicey situation. Room, That's crazy. Dicey, so I, I scanned forgot. the room and I saw, like, bro, real niggas pick up real nigga vibes yeah. fast, fast, fast. <laughs> so I scanned the room and caught you. And I was like, oh, this nigga real. Like this nigga, real nigga. So ever since then, it was all the way. It, it was hey. off and running from there. Hey, I, but, like you uh, said, super like you happy say, we, we caught each other scanning the room, and that's yeah, how our sure. relationship was birthed. It, it's always good to be straight with the gang. Speaking of straight with the gang, I got a mm-hmm. question for you, wedding related, right? Okay. And if you got any more stories from the wedding, by all means, I love a good <laughs> wedding story. So I was watching that y'all had the wedding. The family was glowing, and everything was great. Mm-hmm. And it, it reminded me that one of my close friends uh, that you know has a wedding coming up. Shout out to Aaron Glover, the okay. the whole okay. Glover's committee, the Glover For sure. family. For sure. Down with the gang. They are friends yeah. of the show. Friends Absolutely. of the friends of the show. They are intertwined in this thing heavily. My man's uh Aaron of the Glover affiliates is getting married soon. I've been talking to him off and on recently. He's expressed to me deep concern that he needs me to be there. Mm. I need to be there because for those of y'all that know me or don't know me, Glove is like one of my closest, closest, closest friends. Like that nigga's family to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it kind of like wrenches my heart a little bit that I right. live in New Mexico in such an important time. Mm-hmm. Like my man's is about to get married. Like this is serious. Right. And I'm like, I got to be there. Now we got a trip coming up here soon. We got another trip coming up at the top of the year. Mm-hmm. I got a business trip uh, potentially planned at the end of the year. Like Ooh. it's just trip after trip after trip after trip. Uh, don't don't it all make it seem like you so busy? Even I though it's two, spaced out, <laughs> I, we got two kids. I don't know how I can get all four of us to Ohio right. again right. within the next year. So it's stressing me out a little bit, Wes. But I know I got to be there. Oh, which sure. brings me about to it? this conversation. Oh my goodness, are you thinking about it? Because I think I'm in the same predicament with my sister about to have a baby. So this let's is talk nuts. about Why it, bro, we because pod. I'm stressing out. Me and you are both married. We both love our wives. We don't see ourselves doing shit without a wife. Is it out of pocket to go to a wedding without your wife? Let's talk through it because I know we don't know. For sure, but I don't. E- I don't even know if I want to put a specific event on it because that makes it sound terrible when you. No, say No, we gotta say you. wedding because, okay, going to a cookout without your wife is weird enough. Right. I think we can go ahead right. and say that but right I guess, away. But I guess I'm putting myself in a predicament because, like I said, my sister is about to have a baby shower in August, and then she's gonna have a baby in September. And it's like I would like to be at one or the other. Got to be at something. But even, but even if I go to one or the other, like I'm probably just gonna have to go by myself and like. And not not trying to downplay it because that's right. family, right? But that's right. just a function. A wedding is something different, like For especially sure. especially as a, a, a married couple. In you, you and your wife are semi newly married, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you had to go to a wedding without your wife being semi newly married, because this the wedding that you just went to, this is y'all's first wedding attended For as sure. husband and wife. That's yeah. a thing. Yeah, like, that's a milestone. Yeah, so, absolutely. Granted, me and my wife have been to plenty of weddings together, but I'm thinking about like the potential of 
I might got to fly out, attend my man's thing, and we might not be able to do this together. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can find somebody to watch my kids right. all the way halfway across the country for two, three days while we go attend this wedding. But I certainly right. don't want to be at this thing without my wife. Like, right. fam, who, what married man goes to a wedding without their wife? Like, that just, yeah. that sounds scummy. Not I don't even want to look like not, that. Yeah, not, the, the wedding part sounds crazy. Like, the, like you said. The fact I that it's a wedding is yeah, nutty, it's, right? It's definitely, you know, the, the, the event definitely makes a difference because like you said, it's, it's a wedding, like, as a, a like, you should, like, because then you got to, like, for people who know you, you got to answer that question the entire night. Where's that fam? And <laughs> you got to answer that question all night, and then that like, of co- of course, like it's go. You're gonna be cool to answer the question because that's your wife. But after a while, it's just gonna weigh on you. Like oh, I'm gonna get depressed. I'm gonna keep that's going what I'm saying. Like, like after I'm the sixth, after the fifth, sixth, seventh time, like at that point, you're just gonna want to talk to your wife. Or I'm you gonna just start calling her. I'm gonna step yeah, outside and call her. Yeah, yeah I gotta call my wife now. Like everybody. And there's nothing about worse. You, like there's got to be nothing worse than standing outside of a wedding with hard bottom shoes on talking to your wife on FaceTime, trying to convince her you're not having a good time. Right, right. Because, like, like, because in really real life, isn't. I'm not. Like, no, for yeah. real. I'm, like, I'm happy because I'm here with my dog. He get married. Like, yes, it's a good time. But, like, I'm it not having as good, good of a time as I would have yeah, if you were sitting at the good. table It can't me. be that like, good. I'm glad I talked to you about it because now I'm starting to really, like, we got to figure this out. Like, we just probably just got to find a babysitter that's willing to keep the kids for two, three days while we out of town because I can't do that without my wife, bro. Like, that's... That's good. That's going. That's, that's gonna be rough. That's definitely rough. Like I say, I don't want to go without my way. But like I, don't, I don't, we'll have to. We'll have to talk about. Like you say, not now. You sparking my brain. Like I can't. Like I, I really don't want to go without her, fam. And like I, I will go, but I totally. Bro, imagine when you. they play that jam at the wedding reception, <laughs> and now you can't dance, bro, because you don't got your thing with you. And then it'd be lusties at weddings, fam. You can't be out there get, catching eyeballs no, that your wife ain't catching, all. fam. Like you're not, not gonna fall. All. You're not gonna fall victim to the streets, but like you don't want to be out there without your armor. No, not at all. Not at all. No. Damn, I yeah, we figured it out. I just got to figure that out. Like, I, we have to go together. Yeah, like, that's that's probably got to go, like, high, top of the priority, because when is he getting married? Uh, he don't got the date yet. Thank oh, God well, right. he don't got the we'll, date we'll So we got, got some time. got some time. All right, well, that's time. a good gotta, thing. Yeah, if there was I a date. I got feverishly put money I thought, Yeah, I thought, I thought you was in the fourth quarter with this thing. If you ain't no, even, no, 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 y'all no, still at warm-ups, then you're doing yeah, all right yeah. right now. We ain't even yeah, with the yeah. jogging. But like I say, that go back to, you know what I'm saying, you already know you got three trips right now that you are absolutely going on, like, and trying to squeeze a fourth one in with the whole gang. Like like I say, this trip with my family right now, like, that that shit took what's this july that shit took four months of planning y'all mean like in order to get all the parts moving how it was supposed to move so like it's not it's it's not an overnight like i said that was something that we had to talk about over the weekend like fam i got a whole family like i can't just be like moving at the drop of a dime for real for real like when i when i wake up when i when my eyes open in the morning i damn near already have a vision of how my day is gonna go yeah same you know what i'm saying and like any any deviation from that i would like to know an adequate amount of time yeah i mean versus right now like right. man, I already already had my idea what was going on. Like that's gonna piss me off. Yeah, for sure. So we got to get into these newses, bro. Because mm-hmm. you know how me and you get. We excited to see each other. It's been a while. It's we can while. ramble on and on about absolutely family shit all day long. But mm-hmm. we got to talk about some news because there's some important news in the news that we got to news to y'all. There's been shit going on the past two weeks uh, for sure. Right in the midst Where of vacation season. Where would you like season. to start? Is there anything that you're um, feeling particularly fiery about that we need to make sure we got the time? Because I got time today, bro. If I got, got time. I've been I yelling got, and shit already. Yeah, I got, I got, I got a little bit of time today. Um, should, should, do you want to like start with love? Do we want to give flowers first for where we really didn't get to give flowers? Let's give flowers first. Good idea. Let's do All that right. first. All right. Do you want to? 
I can, sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, as y'all know from the top of the show, we was actually off last week. Mm-hmm. We gave y'all the subsidized uh, show <laughs> while we were off on break. Mm-hmm. So, this is the actual continuation of episode 92. Mm-hmm. We are just now getting back to y'all about our prediction of Tyler, the creator's album, Call Me If You Get Lost. This is our first opportunity to clear the staff, record label, crew, and business partners to give our actual input to Tyler, the creator's Call Me If You Get Lost. Mm. I would ask you if you'd like to go first, but I don't even care. I'm going first. No, do you think? Tyler, the creator's Call Me If You Get Lost is album of the year. I like I like the stance. It's album of the year. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. It's album of the year. Like, I know in my prediction part, I said, barring a Kendrick Lamar release or a Drake release, right? But let's just talk through that a little bit, shall we? <sighs> yep. Without going into too much depth, because mm. it's been two weeks now. See, that's what Most I'm saying. Most of y'all I have heard you it, y'all. Right. Most of y'all are already happy with it, but I want to go a little bit deeper. I don't want to give y'all the shallow reviews that y'all have already heard a hundred times already. Let's put it in terms of if Drake and Kendrick drop this year, can Tyler's album be better? And I say yes. Yeah. Because although y'all know Drake is in not my top five, the boy ain't to be played with. He is really that nigga. But this is Tyler, the creator's magnum opus. Like this right here is his My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Like yeah. this is his Mona Lisa. Like, I don't think we can say that about Drake or Kendrick. I don't think they're dropping their magnum opus this year. No. I think we might have already gotten them from either one of them guys. Not in a negative way. Right. I don't mean that negatively at right. all. Because right. I'm about to say some shit about another rapper that's going to come off negative here in a second. I want to be clear. And I think I know what you about I to say. I love all three of these guys. All three of them. But ain't none of them three guys going to fuck with T this year. Period. Like, I am willing to die on this hill, and I will stick my chest up. Now, if I'm wrong, I'll come on here and tell y'all right away. I'm not going to bullshit the audience and tell y'all, just for the sake of being right, that I was right if Drake dropped something better than Tyler's album. But as it stands right now, I just don't see it. Drake's album will be great, because Drake is great. He does great things. But it ain't going to be this. Kendrick's album will be great because Kendrick yeah. is great. Right. But it ain't going to be this. Like Tyler's album displays so much growth as an artist. And like for, for those of y'all that's been around since Yonkers and She and Goblin and, and Scumfuck Flower Boy and seeing as a Tyler fan, seeing all his potential, because Tyler always drops them songs where it's like, bro, this nigga can be so great. Yeah. And then he drops a song where it's like, I don't really get that one. Right. You know what I'm saying? But this album right here was full of his greatness. It was just jam-packed with how great he can be for 16 songs, fam. And it's just like nobody else is maximizing their own individual greatness the way Tyler is this month. So I I said a little bit ago that I have to mention this other guy, right? Mm -hmm. This is what J. Cole thought he was doing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's not, not just not. the music. Even the visuals. Remember I came on here and said, I don't like J. Cole's videos. They seem like he's attempting to be artsy. Yes, sir. This is what actually being artsy looks like. 
J. Cole was attempting to make a hip-hop album. This is what a hip-hop album sounds like. And I and I and I think respectfully, Jake, like the right. J. Cole I album J. Cole, is good. That's Don't what get I was about me to say. I think J. Cole made the hip hop album for him. But I think and and this is no discredit to J. Cole, but I think no. the you know the 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 genius that you know everybody kind of projects on the J. Cole with the music and you know the hiatus shit he goes away and you know he comes out and he gives us stuff. I think Tyler really put on display. Mm-hmm. Like because like you say, if, if if you've been around, if you've paid attention, like you know he makes good music, but like who the fuck thought this shit was coming out? No, though? bro. Like even while I was getting the singles and I'm shooting yeah. them to your phone, dumb excited, right? Every time I texted you something Tyler put out before the album, I was wild excited. Damn. I didn't even like, have it being this good. But like even that de- like like you say, the 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 no announcement, quick releases, shit kind of just Love pop it. up. Like he bodied the entire shit. Like and this is like even like I told you, you know what I'm saying? Cause of course we've had a chance to talk about it, but like I like albums that I get listening to them the first time through. Like the, mm, the shit that a yeah. nigga's trying to get across to me. Like I understood the entire story about the bitch. Like mm-hmm. and and for me personally, I don't know if anybody else caught this, but the whole double entendre call me if you get lost shit. Like he talking to you niggas in the industry who are lost in this music shit. Tyler just mm. put out some shit that sounds like nothing else nobody is doing. Nobody and he don't sound that. lost. And that's that's you know, that's the that's the double triple. Really There's a lot of shit going on in there, fam. For, real, for like he shit just going on. Yeah, he he takes his stabs throughout the like I said, he talked about the about winning the Grammy. Like y'all niggas was mad. Like I just went and bought another car because I ain't know how to celebrate. Like what that the nigga said, that big boy, that wide body for all weather. It never rained in Cali. Came with an umbrella. Like fam, he went that so nigga ma- said he like and, and it's not like for, for niggas who don't know, like Ty, Tyler is from California. That album doesn't sound like California, fam. No, that shit sounds. Wo- it don't. Wo- it don't sound. It, and it don't sound like New York. It don't sound like Florida. It don't sound you like Texas. Anywhere you can listen to that shit across the entire fucking United States. And I like when my nigga just be on his braggadocious shit, like during it and afterwards. It. Like I'm really that nigga. Like, and I haven't. Like this is like you say. This enough is, is enough. Yeah, this is his beautiful dark twisted fantasy, and this is I haven't gotten a feeling from an album like since this. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, this is really like you say the the, the videos. Like you say f- from him giving us a minute forty two minutes of what's your name without the NBA young boy verse, and then that just being a pleasant surprise on the album. Like, very devil in a new dress. I I, I, I yeah I use I used up all my lifelines listening to the album, having to call cat and phone a friend and all types of shit. <laughs> Once I got through every more. song, fam, like I I, I couldn't take more. it. Like, and I don't. I, I mean, there's just so many things to talk about. Tyler specific, so album drama. specific. Like, shout out to DJ Drama. Like, shout out to Drama. Shout a lot out of people are a little to upset DJ about drama. it, but I absolutely loved it. I very well played. And like, not like you say, not to not to juxtapose or put niggas against each other, but like Kendrick will do something like a damn where the interludes kind of tie in his story. Tyler's music just told the entire fucking story throughout the entire album. Like, it was better. It was it was way better. And like I told you, you know, drop. If that's the comparison, DJ Drama and Tyler did it did it better than Kid Capri and Kendrick for me. They just honestly. did. They that's just did it knock, better. That's yes, not, not a knock, knock to Kendrick. And, and even not a knock, knock even to after Capri, I said that to you, to Cole, yeah, I went back. Better. I went back and I even listened to it, and it and, and and damn sounds like what it was supposed to do. But like like you say, DJ Drama kicks off Tyler's album. It really sets the tone for what you and 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 for niggas who grew up in the Gangsta Grills era, like yes. 
it, it, was it, it should have touched you. It should have touched you somewhere and really made you perk up in your seat and listen. It didn't to what feel like he was on. trying to gangster grill. He was actually gangster grill. Like and and like like you said, I'm one of those like. Tyler was it, it was an album listening to where you gotta look at every track as it's playing. Like, what's the name of this motherfucker? Like, I have to know. And when you like learning words on the first go round, like, <sighs> can can I tell you one specific thing I've been lushing over about this album lately? What's that? So, I'm kind of a little bit of a narcissist. Mm-hmm. I love being proven right, right. This album inadvertently proved me right on one on one of my theories some months ago that I want to share with you here. Mm-hmm. Remember a couple months ago when I was giving Lil Nas X a bunch of shit about being like, it's okay if you gay, just act like you've been here before. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you want to be gay in your music, just make your music dope. I yep. got no issue with the content. I got an issue with the authenticity of your music. Tyler got his bisexual shit off on this album. Back when I was trying to fuck Justin... Back when I was trying to fuck Bieber, Justin, you said with your chest out. I said, like, come on. Fam, at the beginning of Corso, he says, he ain't seen his bitch in three days. It It ain't ain't gotta gotta be this way. way. I'm I'm down down for for the threesome. That's what I'm saying. Like, he really bodied the lyrics. Corso goes so hard. I haven't heard one nigga turn their face up about any of these bisexual slash gay lyrics. You know why? Because they're hard, bro. They're hard. It don't matter. If the shit hard is hard, bro. Like, there's nothing you can say. Like we said before the album even dropped. The painted fingernails are just hard, they're bro. Just it hard. don't matter. They work, they work for Tyler. Like, it don't I'm... matter. It, and to be honest with you, bro, if I'm being all the way candid here and being transparent, it makes me feel good to be able to self-check and make sure I'm not hom- homophobic. For right? sure. Like, for this sure. is a checkpoint for me to, like, I think a lot of times niggas get caught up in trying to say the right things and not really actually feeling and living how they just say because you're yeah. saying the right things. Yeah. And we say all the time that we're not homophobic. Hip hop's not homophobic, but it's good to get an example of that. You know what I yeah. mean? Like Tyler album is just dope. Sure. He's talking about a chick that he was trying to be in love with that was uh-huh. with somebody else, but he's also talking to you about his success, granting Absolutely. him the ability to fuck Niggas and bitches in whatever country he wants. Like, and that shit is just hard, bro. It's that just nigga hard. Said, it don't matter, men or women. If I seen him, I didn't had him. That nigga, <laughs> he just bodied <laughs> a lot of the bisexual fire. lyrics on on the joint. Like, and and like you say, for not for nothing, them is the joints that kind of stick out and make you like he, you know, there's a you know, there's a, again, I hate to keep bringing this guy up as a comparison because he did what he wanted to do with his project, but there's J. Cole level transparency. Right, and then there's Wilshire. No, that that's right. Yeah, Wilshire. <laughs> and, and then there's Bro, Wilshire. he didn't even care if Wilshire was mixed right. It was so important for him. I heard every P and S throughout the entire shit, and I loved it, fam. I said that I on it. first listen, like, yo, he literally sat at a desk and rapped all of this shit, and he don't even care whether it's really it mixed proper because it's so say. hard, fam. It's so hard. It's too important to say. And it's so hard, and I'm telling Wilshire all of. I'm telling you, we could probably do a whole pod off of Wilshire, fam, because that's. Sure. That's too real of a situation, like way too real. And I like, so, I like, I like how he just addressed it the entire album. And even I'm trying to think, what's oh, fam, I his favorite song off of the album, I think, is my favorite song. That, like so I said, I I loved Wilshire right out the gate, but sweet, and I thought you wanted to dance. That see, that's how you know the music is good, Wes, because you just said I think that's one of his favorite songs. Off the, you just said that, right? Like I yes. think you don't yes. know for sure, right? 
I mean, I I feel like I heard him say something. He, like he I, said in the concert, like this is one of my top three songs I've ever fam, written in my life. Fam, that's like, and it shows. And but that's what I'm saying. Like on on first listen, like I I bopped to it. and I was like, all right, let me see where you're taking me. And then of course, like it was one of those. He did the genius thing. Like at about seven and a half minutes is where it really turns into the ma- most major vibe song that you've ever heard in your life. And it's only like the last forty five seconds of the song, but it makes. The Crazy. entire shit worth it, fam. He's and a it's like he, he deserves nah, he, all the problems. He, he's he is the Pharrell Williams, Kanye West child. Like he is mm-hmm. like if that's who they ever wanted to create, like there you go. That's Tyler. And congratulations to them on their new absolutely. Baby, that I'm nigga here, is amazing. I'm here to listen, I, fam. I I can't. I literally can't turn it off. Like anytime I want to listen to something, I might as well just go because right it's something that I want to hear. Like you say, whether. You can start right out the gate, Sir Baudelaire, like wherever you can literally, you're not going to be able to turn the fucking album off, dog. It's so good. And one more thing while we're having our Lush on Tyler segment of the show, for those of y'all that don't care about the Tyler album, I'm sure y'all having a terrible time, but those of y'all that do are probably just as excited as us. But I got one more thing on this. So I was watching him perform a lot of the cuts from the album, and he Mm. was talking about how Corso was intended for him and Rocky's joint album, ASAP Rocky. He said that that, uh, that he was messaging Rocky for like five months to get on the track and Rocky was ignoring him. Now, <laughs> it could be because Tyler is annoying and Rocky right. knows that because him and Rocky are like best fucking friends. Right. It could be because he's been spending time with Rihanna and who would answer the phone if this was time answering with Rihanna. We know nobody <laughs> that listens to this podcast right. is answering the I'm phone. with Mrs. Savage. So we get man, that too. Alone. It could be that too. We get right. that too. But the third thing is a little troubling for me. If you listen to Rise, his first verse on Rise, it's addressing ASAP Nast and their little static they got going on because, you know, they've been going back and forth about niggas trying to say Tyler is jacking ASAP Nast style when it comes to fashion and shit like that. And Tyler really gave that nigga the business on the album, to be honest for with sure. you. And I could see ASAP Rocky being like, look, Tyler, you my mans, nastiest gang. It would look gang. really nasty for me to be on this album. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could see Rocky being like, I'm not picking sides, but it would be really nasty for me to be on this album. Like, what would, what would Yam say? <laughs> well, Yams would piece it up. Right. But we know there would be no beef between Tyler and Nast if Yams was alive. Like, we can say that, but. I could see how that would look kind of gross if ASAP Rocky is on the album of this nigga dissing somebody in your crew. No, that's gotta be a weird situation to be in. If you're, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's a music industry, hip hop thing for sure. For sure. But like y'all's, y'all's relationship is already well established. You know what I'm saying? Or, I mean, to, to kind of piggyback, like, I guess it was weird for me, like almost instantly. And especially after I really thought about it, Uzi being on the album. With DJ Drama being on the album, like I know that they had oh, they, they little yeah. I never man. thought about that. I, I thought about it instantly. Like I did not even think about Uzi being on the Gangster Grills. I did. Like that was the nice. first thing that I thought about. Like damn, that's kind of oh. fire. Like maybe these niggas put it aside. Maybe niggas don't give a fuck. Like who who knows? But like it was dope to hear. Maybe Tyler's like, that important because you maybe you get certain niggas that get that stature, and I think yeah. Tyler is approaching that stature, especially on on the West. Yeah, like on part, the West, he's starting yeah. to feel like that awkward little cousin that you better not fuck with or we'll fuck right. you up out here. For sure. For you sure. You know what I'm saying? For like, sure. And I didn't. I, I, um, he's heavy in the West. I know. Yeah. 
I didn't know anything about the whole ASAP Nash shit, so I'm gonna have to go back and listen to Rise. But that's funny that you brought because oh, every he time went somebody crazy on that, every time somebody Brit, nah, I fuck with the track, but it cracked me up because that's the song that I was expecting to hear the J Cole verse from. That sounds like a J Cole track, and I thought that that was kind of a dig at J Cole. Honestly, like, look, I kind of do your shit a little bit better than you. <laughs> that was that just was me though. So that's crazy. the only, that's what I thought. Because as soon as it came on, I was like, this is a, like I, I yeah. for a second I thought it was Cole on the hook. Like, okay, if Cole comes in on this, I wouldn't be surprised. But like again, he bodied it and like. That, uh, it was one of those songs that I did not like when I first heard it, but after you listen a few times, like it just flows so well with the rest of the album. Like, there's no skips on the shit, fam. No skips. No, no skips. skips. Congratulations to Tyler T, Bunny Hop, B Hop. The only T accepted over here at the Dipped the Butter Program. The only T we acknowledge here at the Dipped and Butter yeah. Program. The rest of y'all T's is weird. <laughs> only T we fuck with is Tyler and Ice T. And that's the dream. Flat out. <laughs> not even, <laughs> not even the uh, Law and Order nigga. Yikes. So moving on, we we got some news we absolutely got to talk about. Um, okay. Let's go. Let's go Rachel Nichols first. Okay, let's go. Let's go Rachel Nichols first. Uh, I know we got to talk about uh, Shakari, um, but let's go Rachel Nichols first. Okay. Okay. Yep. For those of y'all that don't know and make the mistake again, y'all's news from us. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird to y'all because it takes it. us a whole week to get it to you, but for hey, sure, however you get your news. But um, ESPN correspondent Rachel Nichols has been removed from the NBA final sideline coverage as she always does to make room for analyst Maria Taylor, who is a black woman. Rachel Nichols is a white woman. And Rachel Nichols was recorded without her knowledge recently expressing her concern for being bumped for, uh, I don't want to say for African-American woman because I don't feel like that was her overall point, but I also don't want to like sway the way I'm telling the story. Right, right. right. But that's the deal that's being made of this thing is like everybody's at Rachel Nichols' throat because she's... People are taking it the way that she's saying, don't give it to her just because she's a black woman and she don't deserve it over me. And people are getting really tight in the bulge about this situation, including myself. And I'm trying to tell this story as fair as possible before I get into my opinion about it. Mm -hmm. So I probably need to just do myself a service and just get into my opinion about it. <laughs> maybe y'all can maybe Wes can help y'all get the full story based on my yelling and screaming here's what's making me mad I know this ain't the sports podcast right but I do watch sports mm-hmm. I watch ESPN kind of heavily I was just saying to my wife a couple of months ago no last year in the NBA finals how great of a job Rachel Nichols does right mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. not just saying like she does okay let me preface this by saying this is the podcast guy, y'all, that I take every opportunity possible to make fun of the WNBA. Right or wrong? <laughs> That's right, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes to sports broadcasting, right? Sports analysts, sideline analysts, that kind of shit. Rachel Nichols is as good as anybody on ESPN, period. Mm-hmm. And I do not like niggas taking her name and besmirging it to be just this disgruntled white lady that don't want to lose her job to another black queen. That's not the case at all. Rachel Nichols fucks with black people, 
black athletes, black culture. She has never been disrespectful to anybody of color that has come across her way. I feel like the hard work that she does to get to where she's at to be the first call when it comes to the NBA finals is a privileged position. You're not just giving that up without a fight. Right. Especially being a woman in broadcasting. I know being a black woman in broadcasting is harder. I get that. Right. I'm not here to discount that at all. But any woman in broadcasting will tell you it's hard being a woman in broadcasting, especially in front of the camera. They don't give you no breaks. Right. So Rachel Nichols has fought, clawed, and hard worked herself into a position where she is the staple for the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. That's exactly where you want to be. Right. You telling me she should just be okay with giving that up? If I'm Rachel Nichols, I wouldn't give a fuck if it was a black woman, an Asian man, right, an ex football player, Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley. I wouldn't give a fuck who it was trying to take this position. I worked hard for. I would have an issue with it. Period. Like this is the. This is the peak of what I've been trying to do. And y'all saying I should just gracefully step aside and let whoever get it. As talented as Marie Taylor might be, can I keep it all the way funky here on our show, Wes? Mm -hmm. She's not that dope. This is my opinion. Right. Marie Taylor is not that dope. She is okay, y'all. Like, let's keep... I'm keeping it a buck. And I'm not saying in comparison to this white lady. If you just put Marie Taylor in a vacuum, she's not that dope. You want me to tell you who is dope? Any of y'all listening to this, go look up footage of Monica McNutt. She's dope. If you watch any of her footage, she jumps off the screen on ESPN. That's another black woman. Uh She's dope. You know what I'm saying? I really feel like this was ESPN just trying to lighten the color and right some of the wrongs that they've been doing for years and years and years now. Like ESPN been on some fuck shit, bro. I've come on here before and said, has anybody found out what happened to Michael Smith and Jamel Hill? Really? <laughs> right, right. Like, really? You know nah. what I'm saying? Like ESPN been on some bullshit. So for sure. y'all not going to take this right or wrong. Like ESPN is always just doing what's in favor for them in the moment. And it's late as fuck all the time. The His and Hers show got canceled because they was talking about Black Lives Matter before it was fashionable. Right. So now ESPN want to be for Black Lives Matter, but y'all ain't hired them back. Right, right. Y'all ain't made that right. right. I don't think they would ever come back. Right. If you offered them, but y'all ain't try. Right. Let's take take Michael Smith and Jamel Hill out of it, Wes. Dan Levitard, Mm -hmm. right? Hispanic American, him and Poppy just left ESPN not that long ago. Right. Had a teary eye. We got to go whole send off. They were the most diverse show on ESPN. And I ain't talking about diversity as in they let a lot of black people on. Right. Blacks, gays, women's, Hispanics, Asian. The, the Dan Levitard show had everybody on. They fucked with all minorities and gave everybody opportunity. When Dan Levitard packs it up and sends Poppy home, that should tell you something. Mm-hmm. ESPN been fouled for a minute. And, and the audio that everybody's hearing about Rachel Nichols going off, not knowing she was recorded, I don't take that as her aiming that towards Marie. That's aimed at ESPN to me. Yeah, I um I heard the audio and I didn't 
I didn't hear any direct shots at Maria Taylor. Like, because the internet is who the internet is um, and everything else that's going on outside, I can understand how they came to that conclusion. But like, me too. Me that that's you know that's when you gotta everything on, on the internet ain't ain't what it is and you know real adults and people who understand should be able to listen to that and understand what's going on um and and I get it you know what I'm saying like you say that you you work your entire life to to get in a position like that to be the the, the first call and the go to call and my thing is you know like like you I guess that's what makes it look that way like why does why does it have to be a replacement factor. Why do I have to go right. and do something? Why why can't y'all split the time? Or you know what I'm saying? Like, make why why does this just have to be? Hey, we need like, to give your spot over to this. Like chick Rachel now. said, if you if you want to make that right, you can have her do anything else. Don't give her my shit. Well, yeah, because ultimately the the only thing that you can keep coming back around to is you're doing this for optics. Mm. You're not you're not doing this for skill. You're not doing this for 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 nothing other but optics. For you know maybe y'all are already getting some pressure, or maybe y'all are trying to get ahead of some pressure, but like. Mm-hmm. I, I've been doing this. Like, what what changes now? Because the heat is on outside, and y'all trying to make yourselves look better. Like, no. Like, I I worked for this shit, and like you you know, of course the internet don't understand, and certain people just won't understand because you know, I'm all about my people. I'm here for my people. Like, but you here know, for my every people too. black women too. I know it don't sound like it on the show a lot, but like, but just to me, it'd be right is right, man. My, that's what I'm saying. But the philosophy that I live by a lot of time is right is right, wrong is wrong, fam. And sometimes we got to take this extra bullshit out of it i don't want to call it nothing specifically but sometimes you just got to look at what's being presented in front of you and like is she's absolutely allowed to feel some type of way i think so too <laughs> she's absolutely allowed to feel some type of way regardless if she went along with it or not you know what i'm saying just, like if she had went along with it would y'all be in an uproar like what if she went what if she said yeah that's cool give her the slot but i still feel this way y'all still doing this off of my back and like i'm the internet would still have something to say but like she did it so like how, you know what I'm saying? Do, do y'all just need something to complain about? Yeah, that's what it be feeling like. And, and and my thing always be is like, if we complain at every turn for everything and don't even sit and evaluate whether it's right or makes sense or not, eventually our shit is going to start sounding like noise, man. I'm sorry to say. For sure. I know niggas don't want to hear that, but right. it starts to sound like noise after a while. Like, yeah. and, and I do think there's an argument for both sides on this. Like, let me let me be clear. I can get how somebody would take away from this, like, oh, you need to give a black woman a chance. I get that. But to shame Rachel Nichols for feeling away, I think is out of pocket. I didn't, I didn't hear no, I didn't hear no, I didn't hear a tone from her. I didn't hear no malice in her voice towards Maria Taylor. Like she sounded like a hardworking woman that wanted to keep her spot. I mean, not not for the, it sounded like a conversation that you might be able to walk in on the water cooler for real for real fam like yeah. now it still might be a conversation motherfuckers might stop talking but this is not a conversation I wouldn't not have in this building like I'll still have this conversation right here and if you hear me you hear me like I I meant it you know what I'm saying like that's that's like you being the that's like us being the the the, the co-owners founders of what, of this whole shit and mm-hmm. because the heat is coming down that black people getting too much we just bring Brad along to be the face of the <laughs> right, no, fuck say you, Brad. Shit, like, yeah, no, it's shit. shit. Yeah, it's and 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 now the whole pressure is being placed on ESPN because people are starting to feel like Rachel should be disciplined in some sort of way. Now, if they fuck around and not only did they take her off the NBA finals, but then now like she's off the jump, that will that I ain't gonna lie, that's gonna piss me off. I mean, like that would piss a, me off. That's a bad again, movie ESPN will probably make. 
Because again, bro, like I don't follow every ESPN analyst. Some of them niggas just be just okay. Mm-hmm. It's only a few of them that stand out to me anyway. Right. Men and women. Right. Rachel Nichols is one of them ones, bro. Like right. Stephen A. Smith is one of them ones. Rachel Nichols is one of them ones. Like certain ones, you can't just Mike Greenberg is one of them ones. Like right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's certain ones that is them ones. For sure. And, you don't want to get that up over no bullshit, man. And I know ESPN is Disney and they feel like the brand is going to always be more significant than any worker that works up under them. And if you don't believe that, ask Stephen A. Smith's I mean, paycheck. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think that's what it come down to, fam. It'd be a deeper, darker secret, fam. It'd it's be politics as usual, for real. I, th- I think that's really what it come down to. Like you say, like, I think they're trying to do reverse TV gentrification. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think they're understanding that representation matters in the wrong way i think they're learning in that the it matters way. in the wrong it does fashion. matter yeah it like, does I, I, matter, i'm not like, here to say it don't matter it absolutely yeah, like i would matters. i would not have wanted to see maurice in place of maury and that's just the truth you know what i'm saying like you can't give me maury 20 25 years and then replace it with maurice because y'all want the tv because, to look blacker like nah, fuck black maurice like he don't, like, don't got one bro yeah like, did y'all ask us <laughs> yeah, first relax. <laughs> yeah i feel like on this one like y'all should have asked us first asked us first and like you say i'm not I'm not, you know, too. I don't, I don't tap in that much. And I'm, I'm not really married to the innocence like that. But like when I listened to what the fuck she was saying, like I understood exactly what she was saying. I didn't, I didn't hear any malice out of it or anything. Like because that, that sounds like the same type of argument that you could have with somebody who has worked hard to get to the position that they've gotten to versus nepotism. Somebody who has coming up through the ranks because of their family. Like this nigga ain't did shit. Like how the fuck did he surpass me just because that's his dad or that's his uncle or that's like I've been working for this. Like so I feel some type of way. Exactly. Exactly. And and if any of y'all listening uh, is not super close to this subject and is wondering why I'm caping for Rachel Nichols so bad, go on your YouTubes and just look up her interview with Jimmy Butler during the NBA Finals last year. <laughs> just look that up. Just look at her sitting down with Jimmy Butler. And if any of y'all are familiar with basketball, Jimmy Butler ain't exactly LeBron James when it comes to PR and smiling for the cameras. Right. Jimmy Butler is the kind of nigga that want to work and go home. Right. Watch him sit down with Rachel Nichols and see the interview she gets out of a man like that and tell me she's not dope. But moving on, we got we got Shakari and Bill Cosby left for hot news. <laughs> this is a choose your own adventure scenario. Where do you want to go next? Um, let, hot let, news: Bill Cosby and Shakari. Man, I feel like it's. I feel like we need to hit both for whatever reason. Oh, we gotta hit both. Like, let's yeah. start. With, let's start with Shikari though, because I feel like Bill could take us somewhere else. All right, let's start with Shikari. Let's start with Shikari. I really kind of don't even want to run down this news story again. I feel like everybody knows by now, right? Like, do I got to do the professional thing? You should, but some people get their news from us. Why do y'all get us? Okay, because <laughs> we're entertaining. That's why. I gotta look at my I gotta look at my paper for this, bro. Shakari <laughs> Richardson is a runner in the Olympics, <laughs> black female, who is fast as fuck, and uh, she that's important to say. Like this Absolutely. is part of it. Yeah, me. let's not down, let's not downplay her at all. She's yeah, we fast gotta say she's, she's fast as fuck. At twenty one years old, she's it's a fast fair to young say she was gonna win whatever track ring she stepped on. Right, yeah, barring, barring somebody pushed her ass over, she was definitely she going was gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> you know what always tickles me about black I love black women man especially black women track stars like the Jackie Joyner Curseys of the world and stuff like that you know what always makes my heart smile when there's these dope ones that come along come along generationally 
when these motherfuckers be blown away like China and Jamaica and shit, <laughs> shout out to Reams because I know he's rooting for Jamaica right, right. now now that we done fell off. Uh, when they be so much faster than these other people and other women, and then they be having like 18 ounces of weave, 3.4 ounces of nails, two ounces of uh, eyelashes, all of this on their body wearing them that gold chains, and then they still be like four seconds faster than you. <laughs> like that shit is Damn. nutty to me, bro. Them goddamn, like, them goddamn eyelashes should have had her flying away, G. Fam, Shakari has six pounds of makeup on and it's still faster than you. That's got to be infuriating bro. than everybody, bro. And like, I was already telling my wife, just watching track is like high stress, fam. Like, especially during certain races because they line up in crazy ways. Like, you don't know who's don't, in the lead. Uh, yeah, you don't know who's in the lead until the last final stretch. Like, and then these hoes get real fast towards the end. Like, mm-hmm. that should be stupid because even like the the one joint that she qualified for, like she got out the gate real good and she was doing, but it wasn't until you got to them last couple Dude, meters that it'd be like on. she t- man, she turned it up and she got out of there like. What's she, what's she run, 10-9 or something stupid like that? I don't know. And then know. when they burst in and they show them in slow motion and you can see all their muscle definition, you be oh, like, oh God goodness. damn, that's an athlete. Like, and these hoes be eyeballing the clock. Like, you ain't even, you ain't even <laughs> running straight looking at the clock. <laughs> that's crazy. But anyway, so Shikari Richardson uh, failed her qualifying drug test for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, she failed due to THC, cannabis or weed in her system. Uh, the internet uproared as they do. Shakari, respectfully, and I admire the fuck out of this. Man, what? She ate it. She said, listen, I knew what I was doing. I knew I smoked. Yes, I have heavy stress, but that's no excuse. Right. I knew I had the drug test coming up. I smoked. I failed. It's on me. It's on me. I love that, bro. Like, she, sometimes y'all, and by y'all, I mean the internet, sometimes y'all get riled up caping for somebody that never put a beacon out. Fam. Fam, I like how you put that. You put that so perfectly just now. Like that young girl got up on the TV and said, "Yeah, I was smoking weed." (laughs) Like she didn't drop a tear. She didn't say she was sad. She was like, "I'm gonna just catch all on the next go round." Like, can I say this, Wes? Not to overanalyze it, but let's do this real quick, right? She smoked weed before qualifying for the Olympics, knowing that it could get her disqualified, right? Correct. She took full on responsibility. She still smoked. Mm-hmm. Now, this is not me saying you deserve what you get. Stay off the weed. That's right. not me doing that. <laughs> but somewhere in her deep, deep heart, the culture of medical marijuana was more important than Olympic culture at some point for her. Somewhere in there. <laughs> Maybe if it's in the deepest, darkest I mean, corner if you, of her mind. If, if you want to wrap like mental health into medical sure. marijuana culture, then yeah, sure. I'll let you get that off. But I'm not saying it as a diss. I'm saying it as a dope. Yeah. Like, no, for sure. no, I'm with you. The Olympics is cool. And sure, winning a gold medal will probably get her a lot of endorsements and a lot of dope right. shit, right? But in today, in 2021, in today, in post-COVID today, how much does Olympic stardom actually get you today? Do we even know? Fam. That's It'll that. get you a Wheaties box. Right. It might get you a McDonald's commercial. Might get you a Nike plug. If they fuck with you. Right, right, Nike right. Nike didn't drop her. Right. Nike is probably the biggest check, no pun intended, right. that she's going to get from this Olympic yeah. running shit. Yeah. Nike ain't went nowhere. Nowhere. So I don't think 
for her, this is the biggest loss. Nah, that we might it's, think it is. It's 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 not a loss for her because she's owning it. Like you can't really she's take an L for something that you own it. for real, for real. Family. I love like, that. And like, if you you know, what I'm saying, I don't I don't know if you got this deep into it, and I, of course, this is where you get your news from. But don't. But like, I I heard that she learned about the death of her mother through a reporter. You know what I'm saying? So regardless of what the relationship was with her mother, like to find that's rough as fuck. Like, so what not was she wrong in making that decision? Potentially. Like who whoever you are to her, you may consider her being wrong, but like at no point in time did she give me she made a careless decision. She she gave me she made a conscious decision. I need to get lifted. I need to get lit. Like I'm way too stressed. I'm coming down, like whatever happens, happens, and she's taking her consequences on the chin. I guess this this situation goes back to, you know, when we talked about the whole um, Micaiah Bryant situation from back at the crib as far as it dividing our people. Mm -hmm. And I guess I'm just disappointed. And maybe this is just me projecting because I'm just that type of dude, like whether I'm right or wrong or whether, you know, whose side I'm on, like I can all I always try to gain understanding of both sides. And I really hate when our people act like they don't understand that she Why was wrong. Do we do that? She was yeah. wrong according to the organization. Like that you she, said some months ago, there's plenty of wrong everywhere. It's plenty. You just gotta, Go get you gotta, you, gotta you gotta weigh the wrong, but like she did wrong for an organization that she belongs to. Like she don't just get to run track and do what she wants to and she don't get to follow none of the rules. Like, and I even hate people who are bashing people for saying rules are the rules. It's like you think if you show up to your job and fail the drug test, they're still going to let you work. Like, I can't believe people are saying, so what, she got a little weed in her system, let her run. Fam, she, just like you did with your job, she had to sign papers, initial papers, date papers, that say all of that shit in there. You know, she's not supposed to be doing this shit, bro. Like, same same thing for my job. Now, would I want my job to be inquisitive? How the fuck I've been high doing my job as well for as long as I've been? Hell yeah, I would want them to have some appropriate questions. But if these niggas piss me and I come back dirty and they say, hey, fam, you fight. Like, who am I to I'm argue? Because I signed up for this. Like, and it, it, it's just so difficult for me that people don't understand that. Like, and these are people who have belonged to, and, and every organization is different because, like you said, you got Steven Jackson, these motherfuckers talk about some. She smoked. I get it, bro. You smoked, now, you smoked your gas. Smoke with them. He was on the yeah. show recently. Did he get high? Uh, probably so, but like you smoked <laughs> your gas and you went out on the basketball court and you did your thing. Like di- mm-hmm. different sport. You know what I'm saying? And like I, weed is definitely not a performance enhancer. I think we can all That's establish crazy. that across the board. Like no matter how they try and spin this shit, the weed did not make her faster. Like I honestly <laughs> think they only categorized it as that because they didn't have nowhere else to put it because you got to think. Right. The Olympics is so old and dusty as an organization. They probably ain't never anticipated coming across this. Like, damn, where we even put this, y'all? Has this yeah. happened before? Where the fuck do we even put this shit yeah, at? They but know like, where to fucking categorize it. Again, like you said, ba- baby girl not sad to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, she she cool with it. She just going to bounce back and she going to do whatever she needs to do next. But again, it's, it, it's, it's the people for me who don't understand her. Even like you say, these motherfuckers, because the one girl can't run, now niggas want to boycott the Olympics. Like, she was the only black no, person going. No, no. You know I'll what I'm be- saying? And it's like, why... Why why do niggas always think we gotta take it to the extreme, like right out the gate? Like family levels to this shit. I'll do you one better, right? America, black America, particularly. Mm. Your privilege is showing. Like tuck your privilege yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say that to say, we say, oh, it's just a little bit of weed. Y'all gonna do that to her for that. Fam, the Olympics is global. Y'all know that, right? Yeah. Like this is not the NBA. This is not an in-house organization. For sure. It's global. 
And like another thing to say, like the that United States does. is starting to become progressive right. when it comes to medical marijuana. Right. But there are still places that put you away forever for And that's what I'm saying. But like and people they are, are competing yeah. next to her. People. Imagine being from one of these countries to where you can literally get whipped in your back for a dime bag. And I got to run next to this fast bitch that is high right now. That's but not like, fair. Like, like for that, and that's what I said earlier. Like people, motherfuckers trying to use that. Like, yo, weed is legal in twenty four states in America. Like, fam, on the state level, like federally, the shit is still fucking globally. illegal. And like, fam, Ohio can tell you we cool with terrorists now. That don't mean the United States is cool with terrorism. G, like, that's not how it works. Like, and I, I always like to we use hate to think examples bigger like than the United States. Absolutely, right? we hate to think like you said. The, the, from what I heard, like the Olympics is not even governed by the United States, fam. Like, that's a whole that's a whole different organization. G, we can't get niggas on the same page about nuclear weapons. You think we're gonna be able to get the entire world competing for gold on the same page about letting this little girl smoke weed and still run? You niggas. Everybody outside of us is saying shit her to fuck down yes, with her sit her down. Head. And like you like, niggas won't even compete with her anyway. You niggas won't even go vote once a year, let alone every four. This is what I'm saying. So uh aside from her, Bill Cosby out. Bill Cosby is bike out in these streets. On a uh, what what did they say on a it was well, I guess we can call it a technicality, a technicality. <laughs> on a technicality. Um, what some some uh, something happened in trial? They did something wrong. I don't know. They had to let the nigga out, and it's like they got something wrong. Yeah, they, they they got something wrong, and it's like again, this goes back to another one. I hate people with a passion, bro. When they act like they don't. I've watched enough episodes of Law and Order SVU to understand if somebody <laughs> does something wrong in the trial procedurally or anything, they gotta like throw it out. A nigga can get out. Like, that don't mean he didn't do it. I'm almost sure they are gearing up to take his ass right back to court. Like, they're going to try and get it right this time. But, like, niggas just instantly go into an uproar about Bill Cosby. I can't believe you guys let a rapist out of jail. Like, well, ma'am, I need you to understand that this probably happened in your local municipality as well. Just with a dude you don't know because they did something wrong. Like, and this is the United States judicial system that y'all love so much. We be trying to tell y'all shit's flawed. Like when it comes to us, when it comes to niggas being locked up, we be trying to tell y'all shit wrong. Y'all be like, nah, this shit ain't right, y'all. Nah, this shit ain't right, y'all. But then they let a nigga out and now something's totally wrong out here, fam. A nigga who should not have gotten out has gotten out of jail. Now they believe something is wrong with the system. And it's like, no, bro, we've been trying to tell y'all this nigga's locked up for the same reason for a long time. Wes, I've been spending the whole two weeks you were gone trying to think of how I feel about this. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I still haven't come to a hard stance. So I want to give y'all that first. Like, I waver on this whole thing a lot because part of me wants to say Bill Cosby put pills in drinks at parties to get women to sleep with him, right? We're going to speak really, really vague here. Okay, so uh-huh. disclaimer, we're going to speak really, really vague here. We're going to open the floor just for conversation. This ain't me playing his defense lawyer or nothing crazy. I'm just throwing shit out there to talk about. When men buy drinks for women at the bar, what's our intent? Who Like, do you know the woman or do you not know the woman? Whatever. Whatever you want. Why do we buy drinks versus a six-piece mozzarella stick or anything else we could buy. I, I would like for you to get slightly inebriated. 
I would like you to be a little bit I want bit your off-tilt. decisions to be altered. Yeah, but uh, I mean, ultimately. I would like, like you to loosen reg- up. Reg- yeah, I w- there you go. I like that better versus I like what you, I just I would, said. I would like I know, you to loosen it, up. It, it, this is a wild <laughs> yeah, line yeah, I'm walking, yeah. y'all. Please, Absolutely. please, please. I say all the time. I don't mind being wrong on this podcast. It's misunderstood that scares sure. the fuck out of me. For I don't sure. want y'all to misunderstand me. Yeah, no, I like how you said it. I want I want you to loosen up. I want you to lighten up. It, it, it's, it's with the intention to yes. get you to loosen up. If in 1968, somebody came up to Bill Cosby as a rising, budding star and said, fam, you be spending like $800 on drinks for these hoes, trying to get them to loosen up. I got a way you can send them one drink and they as loose as you want them to be without knowing. Cause niggas didn't know what crack was neither when it first hit. Right. Let's let, let's be clear. Like I'm not saying Bill Cosby knew or didn't know what that really was. He was doing to women, but I, I've said on here before, sometimes you can be a prisoner of the culture of the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, he might have seen all kinds of rich motherfuckers around him putting shit in drinks and fucking bad bitches, and he might have thought it was okay. I'm mm-hmm. not justifying it. I'm just trying to tell you what might have happened in those times. He still deserves to be punished for these crimes, right? How far are we going back if we're saying rape has no statute of limitations? Like, how far are we going back? Because I know a lot of people that that raped a lot of free working uh-huh. employees. We'll uh-huh. call them free working employees. Okay. Wageless employees got raped a lot on we'll call them farms. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Right. Free work on farms, we'll call right. them. Right. Right. A lot of people was raped back then. We ain't going back and prosecuting none they'll, of them. They'll tell you they can't prove it. Right. Or they're not here anymore. <laughs> yeah. They'll tell or you those wages it. or those right. monies from those rape slaves. Right. And, I, and I'm following you. You don't know I, where that money went. Yeah. I, and I'm following you and I'm hoping it's not sounding as nasty to our listeners. Um, I hope because, y'all. Again, because I'm, I don't because mind I'm, being Because right. I'm following you and I, and I want to be careful with the words that of the shit that I'm thinking as well. But it's like, when do you, be, because, and, and I know you've been around this as well, but like, we, we've all been to clubs. I think we've all known females who are absolutely about that life. Yeah, this, this, I know this, some females that's put some things in some drinks. I mean, not even putting things in drinks, but there are some females who are going out to fuck tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like even even some of the ones that you hold to a higher standard, even the ones that you think that are not particularly on that. Like some some bitches are really good at being private. Yeah, I mean, um, and again, this is not to excuse Bill Cosby for putting pills in bitches' drinks, but like, yeah, take your time, take it. This is it, tough. Like, yeah, this yeah is it, tough it, it is, but it's like why? And, and maybe this is just the defense attorney in me, but like, why has why is no defense attorney asking any of these girls that? Like, well, what was your intention for going out that night? You can't ask that. But well, no, because her intention <laughs> could have her her intention for going out that evening could have been to go out and have a good time. That's the answer to the question. Right, right, right. Like, and in going out and having a good time, you met this dude. Like, you know, like it's tough to get because I think because now no pe- people know where they can take it to, especially so retroactively. Like, you don't have to say. I was trying to fuck Bill Cosby that night. Like, right. Like, even if a woman came forward and said, man, I was hoping Bill Cosby was at the club yeah, so I could like, fuck him. And this is it's what I'm saying. No, like, no, none of these chicks have come forward because we know Bill was the man at that point in time. And you man. know, if there are 30 to 50, you can't tell me he dropped a, a pill in all 50 of these bitches drink for them to fuck. At least one of you 50 went out to the club and was like, I'm probably trying to give Bill some pussy tonight. Like, yeah, yeah. And again, this is this is no excuse to him, but it's like, 
there, there's such an up again i'm going back to the procedural shit like there's such an uproar about this man being out of jail like this is his get out of jail free card like he and and, and, and granted he you know ain't no telling like you said and that's the part that i didn't think about this might have been a part of an initial deal for bill bill might have been like hey look I go sit these three down, but y'all got to throw this shit out after three years and we never come in. And like, that's a whole different realm that we're not privy to. And this is our justice. This might be a real thing. Bill, his, he may never come back up for retrial or none of that shit. Like, so I got, I got a lot of moving feelings about this whole Bill Cosby thing. And please don't take anything I said in the last few minutes about it to be a hard stance on anything. I'm just throwing out there how I feel about things. Right. But I can tell you one aspect of this that I do have a hard stance on, and I'm ready to stand on this hill. The fact that Felicia Rashad is in hot water Mm -hmm. for just speaking up for him in his corner. Right. And they talking about trying to get her up out of Howard University and canceling her for supporting him. Right. I have a major issue with that because you don't you don't got to agree with her. Like, you can say, hey, I think it's gross that you support a rapist. You can say that all you want. But I think it's out of pocket to try to come for her job, her stature, her livelihood, everything she has built for I mean, herself for trying to support yeah, cause that's, a friend of hers, right or wrong. Like, right, right or wrong. Right, right, right. Listen, 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 listen. I am a former barber. <laughs> all right? Mm. I am a former barber who is a black man Mm -hmm. I know all kind of shit I'm taking to the grave right I got all kinds of homies that have done all kinds of shit that I will never speak ill of because them is my niggas right so you telling me that we gonna we gonna Urban Meyer Felicia Rasad basically like because she knows somebody that did some shit we gonna get her out of here for knowing somebody that did some shit Again, I mean, if you disagree with her supporting Bill, fine. I mean, but to but try to the, take her shit from her, that's I think the, that's out of pocket. That's the country that we live in, fam. Like, and I, you know, we always talk about the cancel culture here, for real, for real. But like, if you really look at cancel culture's track record, who have they canceled? Like, their highest, their highest <laughs> coming back at their highest, rate. their highest rate of success is probably Sylvester. It's R. Kelly. That's what, like, that's the high, but like, I think he has rightfully so earned himself into that realm because, like, we saw shit and then we saw you and then you yelled on Gail on TV and we was like, and it was for a very long time. Yeah, nigga, can I tell you something that might get me in trouble? What's that? I'm only saying this because it's family here and by this deep in the podcast, it's usually only the people that really fuck with us that stay with us. Yeah, yeah. I rewatched that Gail Sayers interview again. Mm-hmm. For the laughs. I turned it on like, oh, I remember when this was funny. Uh-huh. It wasn't that funny. This time. It wasn't that funny. It's not funny. It's, it's not a funny. Lot, it's a lot of trauma, a lot of shit going on in there. I, I, when I look at it now, I don't laugh no more. I look at it and I go, that man needs help. He need help. And that, he, I mean, but you know, help. over here like, in my house, Not so much to was... like get him out of here, you nasty right. man, but like right. R. Kelly needs therapy, bro. Yeah. He is another black man in this but world that... that is traumatized that yeah. he needs therapy. It's, I, it's sad know. to me now. I don't laugh. I'm like, right. bro, instead of us propping him up to laugh at, somebody get R. Kelly some help. Yeah, but I'm saying like that that was our stance, particularly over here in my household a long time ago. Like, fam, like the nigga needs help. Like, you know, like it, like 
I don't even want to say I get it to laugh at it because there's shit that because he, you know, him him acting like that is funny, like in in theatrical, you know what sure. I'm saying, sense. Like, nigga, you look crazy out here. And that's You're funny. But like, yeah. In real life, bro, this nigga need like you can tell that there's a part of him that he there's something in him that he can't help. Like, why he, would I do that, Gil? Yeah, he needs help, why? like solving some issues in his own life to understand why he does things in his own life. But again, like can't cancel culture, that's probably their like highest claim to fame and I don't even know if that's gonna stick for too long. Honestly, Listen, if R. Kelly get out, I don't know. It's gonna, gonna be, gonna be people though. in them seats. I don't know if he's gonna get out, fam. Or it might be a while, but the, like that's so that's so crazy to even still that R. Kelly has gone away and he's Can away. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. If if R. Kelly is in jail for fifteen more years, mm-hmm. if R. Kelly gets out at seventy three. I'll put dollars to donuts. His voice is still amazing. I mean, he's going to be people I mean, in them seats. At 73, if he comes out, he'll definitely be new Ron Isley. No matter how old R. Kelly is when he finally gets out, yeah. I'll be willing to bet dipped in butter dollars that his voice will still be amazing. That's worth, all I'm saying. That's worth, the only thing I'm saying. Worth more than Ush Bucks. Promise. <laughs> That's a fact. Juvenile and Manny Fresh want us to get vaccinated. Mm. So much so, in fact, that they went and tampered with the Negro spillage. Tampered? Do we need to find another word? They went desecrated. (laughs) They They did that. They went demolished. They went remodeled. You know what bothers me the most about Vax That Ass Up? It ain't that somebody paid Juvenile and Manny Fresh to do this. Oh, it might might be the same thing that bothers you. Fam, it ain't that the higher ups are so tone deaf. That they thought this would actually get people up out of their seats and to the doctor. It ain't that. <laughs> it ain't that them niggas actually tried to like redo the cadence to a classic song about vaccination. It ain't none of that for me. You know what it is about Vax That Ass Up that makes me the maddest, Wes? Might be the same thing it is for me. The fact that they went on location for the original right, video thank thank Kat. to shoot this shit. I bro, why did they Kat. go so far? I they could have did this in front of a green screen. Because I thought I was tripping. I was like, did they go back to the original why set location? Back to the original that was, spot. That was first thing that bugged me. And I'm glad you... I'm See, this is why we pod together because we know it's the same shit. Y'all was definitely on that same, under that same uh, awning okay. out at the park. Yeah, I mean... Why was they at the picnic park again? The second thing that really bothered me, fam, and I don't know if you feel me on this one was me and X just period like you mean to tell me y'all went now to go get me an X cash money no limit collab yeah like you mean to tell me I went to go get me an X to go do redo Lil Wayne's part on the joint like and why me an X yeah you definitely can't get Wayne off of that but like y'all went back on location and got me an X and you right I didn't even think about this is the cash money no limit collaboration this is how we, got. This is how we finally this piece is, it up they, well they really tried to make like mystical the like walking the, the collaboration <laughs> and and you know what else that bothers me about like, that ass up though Wes is the theme of the song and the nature of the song is <laughs> we back outside and if you get vaccinated, you, you can, can fuck go fuck again. bitches again. Yeah, you can fuck again. <laughs> but my eyebrows scrunched up and I was like, fam, you still got to put a condom on your dick. Absolutely. Like, the vaccine not going to stop. Nah, fam. The vaccine don't cure AIDS, do it? Nah, it's bad. We back outside, nigga. We they back was outside. Like, they was like, fuck a nigga named Fred if you want to. You vaxxed up. <laughs> and I was just like, fam, the COVID-19 vaccine is not 
I a just, sexually transmitted preventative. I'm interested in knowing who sponsored this. Somebody paid good money Somebody for them to redo this, fam. Like, like you say, they went back on location. There were this wasn't like a uh, this wasn't like your Instagram video director shoot. Like somebody no. came out and really was on set with the shit out. Like niggas had they all white on. Juvie was like present. Like uh, they thought this was going to be as big as the "I want to be like Barack" campaign. Do you remember that? Ah, uh, vaguely. It was all over the radio. Vaguely. I want to be like Barack. No, speaking of shit on the radio, did you hear fucking and and on the like. Uh, same topic of remixing songs. Have you heard State Farm has remixed the Blue Ken Trail? Um, yeah, fam. The, hit 'em the, up style. Hit 'em up style. State Farm That's has a version of Hit 'em up. Right. They have a they what? have a version of Hit 'em up style. I heard that. And I'm just, again, it, uh, right along with this vac shit, bro. Like I'm just not understanding like why. Like are there not enough jingle writers in the world to like get y'all a new jingle out Pusha here? Pusha is still out here. Pusha got y'all right. Yeah, I mean, him and Justin Timberlake, all them niggas could have got you right out here. But, like, I, like again, I, f- I forget what the last one was, but, like, Vax That Thing Up is not the thing that's motivating me that's to not go and me up get my vaccination. House. Like, you know what? I'm scared for nothing. I'm about to go get Vax. Like you I want to fuck bitches, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The whole point of y'all shit was you can go outside so you can so a bitch. Like, literally, that was the whole thing. Girl, want you to vax that thing up. Like, he wants you to come put that thing on him. Like Yeah, like, bro... COVID-19 ain't going to stop niggas from fucking anyway. Like, and, this is so wrong. Like, they got this, this would, so wrong. This would be a good idea had they listened to me and called it AIDS 2. This would be very great campaigns. This would be very great campaigns. Right. Yeah. Damn, bro. You need just take, they, they just took the wrong approach. That's a fact. One more thing before we get out of here for the week, right? Mm-hmm. This is hot, fresh news. I know you didn't see this, so I'm telling you this okay. right now because I know you don't know this. Blueface got a new tattoo on his head. Uh, his tattoo says <laughs> NYC Luxury on the side of his head. Why does it say NYC uh, Luxury, you ask, Wes? That is the name of his jeweler mm. tattooed in the side of his head. It's going to be a walking billboard. I found this hilarious and noteworthy to write down because I think it's happening. Takashi 69 jumped in his comments and he said he definitely owes money on his jewelry. Oh lord. <laughs> you should just pay that bill. You should just pay that bill now, versus I know Takashi 69 is out of the culture right now. He's a troller but he might be right but there. He ain't wrong. Yeah, he might be right right there. That might he be He ain't a, wrong. Yeah. This might be the first post to get his toe ready to put his foot back in the door. Because he dead on with this one. Nah, he's spot on with that. Because why would you get your fucking jeweler why would you tattooed? Get if you're paying your jeweler for your jewelry. Your if you're paying for jewelry your jewelry. It's jewelry not paid for. It's but that's what I'm saying. Like, when you pay for. for your jewelry, like, that's the billboard. Like, that's the, like when niggas ask you where you get your chain from. Like, you, you show them the stamp. Like, you tell niggas where you got your jewels from. You don't got to point to the side of your head and be like, but if you get his name I'm the billboard. Your head, that might be good for a Cuban link, at least. Nah, it's got to be worth more than that, fam. Niggas got to stop doing this shit. And blah, like, how big would your chain have to be, Wes? I'm asking you specifically. What your jewel? What does a jeweler have to get you for you to maybe not in your head? Let's say just in your sleeve, get their jewelry company somewhere in your sleeve. It don't got to be big. What you what? what what kind of chain or piece of jewelry can they give you for that? I got to be able to come in and swap something out at least once a year. Like, you got to give me something, 
and I got to be able to come in and like swap it out, whatever I want once a year, like same so value, just, a little bit less. Just, or something. You get to stay update. Yeah, day. like, hey, if I put you in my sleeve, like, you got to give me a watch or something. And then, like, right. I'm going to come back next year and, like, swap this watch out for another watch. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, we roll it that way. But, like. And really not if. But when you get robbed, it got to just, like, charge it to the game. Like, they can't. Absolutely. They can't take yeah. you off the bill, right? Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if a, nigga, if, a nigga, if a nigga book me for my watch, fam, like, you just got to put that shit on the book. Give me another watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this has been a Dip in Butter program. We appreciate y'all listening each and every week. Hey, man, take the time out for your boys. Tell one person, like in church, touch your neighbor, <laughs> tell your coworker, hey, I'm listening to this pretty decent podcast. They kind of all right. If you bored, listen to them while you change your tire. And fuck with us a little bit, man. My, uh, my name is Kat. You can check me out on catcrunch.com. We got shit going up there. We got shit going up here each and every Friday, wherever podcasts are found, listened to, and or consumed. Absolutely. This is definitely the uh, number one pretty eye podcast on the internet. Uh, it's your boy, West No T, aka Emory Young, motherfucking goddamn glue. We play a partner, P O D N A, at Forever Young 89 on Instagram. Fuck with me, though. Yes, sir. Like I say each and every week, don't let niggas be fake at my funeral. Don't let niggas be fake at my wedding. And definitely when I die, do not replace me with a white man because I worked hard for this shit. Absolutely. And rule number one, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. And rule number two, mind your fucking business. Yeah, we'll catch y'all next week. You've been listening to the Dipped in Butter program with Kat and Wes. Join them next week for some more regular, degular shit. <laughs>